Blog Talk Radio. This is the introductory session of a study called Your Twelvefold Divine Power. And I want you to know that I'm talking about you, the title of this series together. My Twelvefold Divine Power. Together, my Twelvefold Divine Power. Perhaps that's news to some of you to know that you have divine power. And not only that, you have a twelvefold divine power. It indicates that there are twelve aspects to your divine power. This is an esoteric study of Jesus and the twelve disciples. The twelve disciples representing the twelve disciplines of your mind are the twelve aspects of the twelve attributes of the twelve qualities of the twelve faculties of your mind. Mostly the theologians think of Jesus and the twelve disciples as historical figures or theological figures. But ladies and gentlemen, the whole Bible is a book about you. Say to yourself, the whole Bible is a book about me. The whole Bible is a book about you and the way your mind works. You see, the Bible is a manual of mind operation. I like that. And all of the characters and the events and the places in the Bible represent various aspects of the operation of the mind of man, the mind of God in man. Now, in this esoteric spiritual study, in this esoteric Bible study, Jesus and the twelve disciples represent you and the twelve faculties of your mind. The theologians never guessed it. You'd never learn this in a million years in the average church or school. I'd like to get into some definition here. Let's define Jesus. And you see, Jesus may be defined from a historical point of view, from a theological point of view, but I've got news for you. Jesus is more than history. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrote, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is more than history. Yes, Jesus is Mary's baby, but Jesus is more than Mary's baby. And Jesus is more than just a theological concept. I'd like to share with you one of my understandings of Jesus. Jesus is the God-conscious mind in man. Jesus is every God-conscious man. Jesus is the one, everyone who knows I am. Jesus is the master mind in man. And I don't want this just to be something impersonal. We must make it personal. Because here the Christian evangelists are very correct, maybe more correct than they realize when they invite us 
to accept Jesus Christ as personal Savior. You see, God must become personal to you. Jesus must become personal to me. Now watch me blow your mind. I'm going to bring it even more closely. God must become personalized in me, through me, and as me. God must become personalized in me, through me, and as me. And you see, this is what makes and made Jesus Christ what Jesus Christ is as a person. The fact that Jesus was so God-conscious that God became personal and personalized in Jesus, through Jesus, and as Jesus. Oh, yes, Jesus became and was so conscious of God that when Jesus spoke, God spoke. But if you leave that on the shores of Galilee, you've missed the point. If you put that 2,000 years ago and leave it there, you've missed the point. Because what did Jesus tell his disciples are the disciplines of his mind? What did he teach the faculties of his mind? The works that I do, maybe you'll do. No, the works that I do, shall you do also. And in order to do the same works that the master did, you must have the master mind. You must have the master consciousness. You must have the master power. And you see, this is the whole idea of Jesus and the twelve disciples. You must give to every one of the aspects of your mind the master power. Let me hear every one of you say, I have the master power of God in me. See, this is what made Jesus a master. He had the master power. These titles are not just titles that you can pin on you. You must get these titles in consciousness. That's why I'm glad for those of you who are talking about certificates. I like for you to have your certificates and your credits. But realize that all of your real credit is in consciousness and what you do with it. Some people are more desirous of the title reverend than they are of the consciousness which alone can make you reverend, a practitioner. Ladies and gentlemen, only the consciousness of a thing can make you that thing. No man can say that Jesus is the Christ except by the Holy Ghost, except by the Holy Spirit. You must have the spirit of whatever you want to be. So then Jesus is the God-conscious mind in man that within you that knows who and what you are in God and who and what God is in you. That's Jesus. And this must become your personal Savior. It must become personal to you. You must personalize it just like Jesus did. I've got news for you. The only difference between Jesus and any other person is purely consciousness. Jesus is God's Son, and Jesus knows that. And the only difference between the average person and Jesus is that a man is God's Son, but man doesn't know it. This is why, again, Jesus said, you shall know the truth, 
And the truth will set you free. When you know the truth, that you are the Son of God that sets you free from the belief that you are a son of a gun. And it sets you free from all that sons of guns are heir to. The truth of you is that you are the Son of God. You're a child of God. And you see, when you are born again, you are born into this mind. You are born into this consciousness. You're born out of humanity into divinity. So this is Jesus. I've told you before, and it's worth repeating. When I say Jesus, I mean something so far beyond what the average person is thinking about. When I say money, I'm talking about something infinitely beyond what the average person is even thinking about. People think I'm just talking about dollars and dollars alone. When I'm talking about the one thing that is everything, which we call consciousness here, because again, a part of our definition of Jesus says that Jesus is the one, everyone who knows I am. Because in the scripture, I am says, I am God. And beside me, there's none else. And I'm going to give you this again and again and again and again and again and again until you produce it and demonstrate. I am is awareness of being. Now, just stop and think about that and feel that for a moment. You are announcing your awareness of being. You're saying that you am. Bad grammar, but good meaning. I am aware. This statement unmasks God. This statement is the unmasking of God. In the scriptures, God is hidden behind many masks, as it were. And to those who do not have spiritual...
your host, L. The truth. everybody thanks for tuning in to another episode of the truth tuesday show with your host akeem l here on high side radio oh we're back <laughs> we got back from uh vegas on sunday late uh we had a good time last weekend we enjoyed ourselves fully 15th is our fish you day um thank you to everyone with the congratulations thank you to everyone who sent gifts uh um, you know, special thanks to Big Sean and his wife, Treasure, who invited us to their home in Vegas. And, um, you know, they, I mean, they treated us like royalty. I thought I was a king or something. <laughs> but, yeah, I enjoyed my time with them, uh, you know, just sitting there. Me and Beth were sitting there just listening to them talk about their journey as a couple. Uh, we, we're going to actually have them on our show. Hopefully I can do it this Friday. I'll give give Sean a call tomorrow. Um, just, you know, hearing them talk about their relationship and, you know, I think they were together nine years now, something like that, and how they met. Um. Uh, it, it, it shows me that anybody can make something work if they really want it to work. You know, you can make anything work when you put in the work. And both of them definitely was putting in work to maintain their relationships uh, despite, you know, sometimes things don't look good. And in the, in, the, in the outside, but if you look past what, look past the, the what you call the appearances, there are good things. And it was just very, I, I just thought it was a spiritual experience. It, 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 it was kind of funny, you know, how our whole, you know, we, we got to the house late because, of course, I did the typical thing. My wife told me to double check the address, and I didn't. 
So we Ubered to the wrong address, which was his parents' house, and they weren't home, and it was a gated community. <laughs> so we Ubered there and got stuck, and I'm like, yo, how are we going to get out of this neighborhood? Because they didn't have a, a, you know, they had a door to get out, but he needed a key code to even get out of the neighborhood. I said, God, what kind of neighborhood is this that you got to punch a code to get out? And I'm looking at the fence. I'm like, oh, I could jump this fence, but can you jump the fence? And I look, but that wasn't going to happen. But, but what happened was we called another Uber, and just as that Uber was pulling up, a car came in front of it, and we was able to get out. It turned out perfectly. We got to the house, had a good time. Um, it was just one of those. Another string of events happened, but it's one of those what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You go to Vegas. Crazy things can happen and will happen. But overall, we had a good time. Um, and I'm happy that we uh, we did what we did. You know, the, um, the limo that picked us up, the chapel we did everything in, it was nice. And what was amazing was the um, the minister that did everything for us, he spoke on some things that kind of, not kind of, did relate to our own journey and experience. And I said, well, this is divine intervention right here. How it all, how, what he talked about, the things he was talking about, you know, about trust and, uh, and, and, and the man listening, which I didn't do <laughs> when it came to that address. She said, check that address. And I said, well, it's the right address. It's, I got it. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. We had a good time. But I'm a little weary because of the time difference, and then we were just up doing things, you know, consistently, uh, just running since the time we got there. We also saw this uh, this show, Michael Jackson's One, the Cirque du Soleil, that's how you pronounce it. That was an awesome show. That was really, really a good show. Oh, if you ever go to Vegas, go check it out. It really uh, far exceeded my expectations. Um, what else? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm feel like I'm forgetting something. But once again, just while I'm getting my thoughts together, big shout out to Big Sean, his wife Treasure, their two daughters that was there that we met. Um, very respectful. Um, you know. When they were serving the food, the daughter served the food, and you know it, you could tell, you know they, they they were just just true family atmosphere, and they made us feel like we were at home. Um, and I really appreciate them for that. You know, so many times people pull you in all directions in this and what I do, wanting help, and you know that's okay, but it, it's also good to feel, you know. Like, people really appreciate you for what you're doing, and they definitely show their appreciation uh, by inviting us to their home. That's a big thing. When people invite you to their home, that's a sacred place, and that means a lot, you know. So thanks again. Big Sean, we got to do that again. We got to do you. If you guys come out here, you guys are welcome, you know, to my home. Um. All right, what I want to talk about. So while I was in Vegas, I had my uh, 
Oh, hang on. Oh, by the way, I got a guest coming on. He's going to show y'all how to get in the trucking business. And he just he's going to come on at 8. I got to just text him back and say, yes, I got it. Yes. Actually, there's a link. The very first link is called sixfigureboxtruckbiz.com. That brother shows you how to start your own trucking mm-hmm. business. Um, so he's going to come on at 8, and we're going to talk about that. And y'all click that link and get into those classes. He's going to show you the ins and outs and how to get it started. Uh, so, but anyway. What was I going to talk about? So while I was in Vegas, I'm laying down, and I'm staring at the ceiling. And um, something hit me to read the scripture. Something hit me. Now, I'm going to be honest. I, I have the message somewhat together, but it's enough for me to talk about. And, um, and it's in John chapter 14. John chapter 14. And I, I know this has a lot to do with our nationality. It was like, what, John chapter 4, how, what that have to do with our nationality? I'll show you. I will show you what it has to do with nationality. Okay. Um, he's sending me another message. All right. Yeah, but I'm sorry. I'll show you, but first let me read this description. And this is a scripture that's probably been talked about. You know, my father has many rooms that I have picked that I will prepare uh, for you. And then let me share the screen real quick. Window, Chrome window, there it is. Let's do Chrome tab. There we go. All right, you should be able to see that there. And it says, 14, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. See, let me read it again from verse 2. It said, my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Now, this translation, let me, let me get another translation because it says something. It reads a little bit different. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's get King James Version. Right. This is, it says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That's key. He said, receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may also 
you may be also, and where I go, you know, and the, the way you know. Right? And they keep using the word father. Right? So I looked up this word father, and I said, well, let's translate this word into Latin. Hang on, let me put it here so y'all can see it. All right. So let's change that tab. Share that tab. It is. So the word father in Latin is parin. So it says, now, father, pater, sire, head, chief. Then another genitor, creator, father, ancestor. Then under parins, it says parent. Mother, father, patriot, homager, national. Isn't that interesting? Now, the reason why I bring this up, what do they do when a child is born, right? They make the mother fill out the, the birth certificate, not the father. They always try to encourage her to, 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 to fill that out. Why? Because nationality comes through the father and here it is now according to this parents is neither male or female parent mother father patriot homage, it's all the same so when you use father and they're using this in this in this scripture remember i said they're using biblical scriptures against you and you don't even know it this is why they want the woman to fill that birth certificate out. That's not a coincidence. It says national right there under that Latin term, parents. Let's go back to that other screen. All right, let's go back to the scripture. All right. All right, there we go. Now let's keep going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you have known me, you would have known my Father also, and from now on you know him and have seen him. They're talking about you, you need to know what your nationality is. You cannot get to those many rooms, those mansions that are speaking unless you have your nationality corrected or know it. This is why they spend so much time trying to call you black, African-American, and all these other things. So really, the Christ, according to this context, and it has another meaning. He came to show people who they really are, where they were from. To tell them you are gods. Your nationality is related to God. Not to man's system. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, listen carefully. Have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father so how can you say, show us the Father? 
let me say this another way. Let me read it another way. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen his nationality. So how can you say, show us or show me, show us the na- our nationality? You're looking at me. I'm the living example. I tell you where I come from, who I, who is my creator or father. Do you not believe that I am in the father and the father is in me? Do you not believe that I I am in my correct nationality and my nationality is in me? Now, I just showed you what that word meant. I said, you said, father, parents, it was nationality. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the father or the ancestors who dwells in me does the works. That was another interpretation of father. Believe me that I am in my ancestors and my ancestors are in me and or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. I go to my ancestors. Was it the Christ he was supposed to be crucified and go on? He was going to go back being heaven? He was going to go be with his ancestors? He was going to be amongst his correct nationality? That the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask, okay, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my father, I go to my ancestors. And whatever you ask in my name, I will do, and my ancestors may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. Well, keep what commandments? And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. It's telling you, you have to go back to your ancestors. You have to go back to your nationality. You have to go back to your traditions. If you want any success navigating this world, that's why you need to be correcting your nationality, connecting your, doing your trust according to your nationality or your religion, as I will put it in the trust, the ecclesiastical trust, Everything must connect back to your ancestors, your ancestral beliefs. Connect back to the Father. Connect back to your nationality. That is not a coincidence. When I look that up and I see nationality and I see ancestors. All right. A little while longer, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live. You will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. It, let's read it again. So at that day, you will be know that I am with my ancestors, and you in me, and I in you. So, saying everything must be connected. It must be in you. 
He who will keep my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. I think y'all getting the point. (laughs) This whole scripture is about restoring exactly what the brother said right here. Restoring your roots. Stop looking for a government to fix your problems. Stop looking for Biden, Trump, and all these other so-called world leaders to fix your problems. All it can do is give you more problems when you start trusting in them. More problems they will give you. And this actually scripture that says that. Do not trust. Let me see if I can find that scripture is real quick. It's Psalms 146. Psalms 146. Oh, that's what I it says, do, verses 3, do not put your trust in princes, nor in a son of man in whom there is no help. His spirit departs, he returns to his earth, and that very day his plans perish. So why do y'all figure that these people can fix your problems? You can tell they don't know what they're doing. One minute they're telling you to do this, next minute they're telling you to do that. The only person you can rely on is yourself. And, and, And the God that resides in you or works through you, that's really the the only truth you should be looking for. Yeah, I talk and I give you guys guidance, but really my real guidance is look within yourself for the answer. Read for yourself what the answer is. It's up to you to give yourself salvation. Salvation is in your hands. And I always say, you are the Christ you're looking for. You are the Savior. You cannot know who Christ is or what he's about until you become that, which you are looking for. And on a side note, a lot of people are basing their decisions off of fear and expectation of just in case something goes wrong. I don't want to be responsible for something. Or I don't want to be just in case. Do you get into situations hoping that something goes wrong? Because if you do, that's exactly what you're going to get, something to go wrong. If that is your expectation in any situation, that's what you will get. If you just in case, no, you get it. Like if you want to open up a business. Do you get in the business for it to fail? I remember years ago when I started the business, I was holding on to a job just in case my business didn't work out. Guess what? That business never rose to anything worth anything until I had to give up the just in case and be all in on my business. I'm going to do this till this, this takes off. You. You know, you're only going to get in what you 
get out what you put into your whatever situation is, whether it be a marriage, relationships, uh, business relationships, friendships, jobs, business, as I said before, you're only going to get with the effort you put in. And if you go in with the idea that it may not work, it will not work. Anything you do, you must do it with, I wouldn't say you can't have fear because fear does come in, but you must control the fear. Everything comes with its risk. And you got, when it comes your way, guess what you do? You accept it. Okay, this is what it is. All right, I accept that. Now you move accordingly and adjust. This is why I read this scripture, to show you who you are. And how to get there, how to get your nationality. How do we correct our nationality on a man on an earthly scale? You go to take care of that passport. Then you go and adjust all those other records that have been, have you presumed to be U.S. citizens and all these other titles that they gave you, African-American nonsense like that. You put the, I'm not, I'm not what you call me. I'm what God called me to be. And so many, most of the population is walking around identifying themselves based on what a piece of paper said they are. That's not who you are. That's not what God called you to be, what they define you to be in in these manuals. What is your nationality? It was all about nationality because in the Bible they had different tribes, and that tribe had the priesthood. Other tribes had the armies. It was different. They had different functions. And based on those functions, they had certain privileges. And I can tell you, identifying yourself as an African-American, that's the lowest on the totem pole. And that's why African-Americans get treated the way they do. Simply because they are not connecting to their ancestors. They're not connecting to their father. They're not connecting to their nationality. Now, I'm sure there's more of a deeper meaning there, and I'll reveal that in time. But I just wanted to show that to help you. Go look up, take these words and throw them into Latin. The reason why I use Latin because in legalese is based off Latin. And those little words they use that you don't know the meaning of, that's Latin. Latin terms. So, well, let's see. Who's out there? Oh, we got some people on the phone lines. If y'all want to uh, comment, the number is going across the stream, 563-999-3615. If you are on blog talk and you have a comment, I see a few people in there. Press the one button and I'll get your call. Um, hang on, you know I told the brother eight, but if he can get on a little bit earlier, we can do that. Um, let me try to get. What I'm gonna do is I am going to take a short break, and I'll be right back.
peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. All right, I'm back. All right, that is just some some stuff straightened out. <laughs> anyway, 
right. Anybody got a question, comment, 563-999-3615 while we wait for this brother to get in here. Um, hit the one button. I see y'all over there on the um, blog talk. Let's see. We've got a webinar coming up that I'm working on, and that's people been asking about how to set these businesses up. That's coming sometime in November. I'm not sure about the date, but it's coming. Um, and I actually, while I was at Big Sean House, I said, I, you know, I haven't done a, 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 a seminar in a while, probably a year and a half, since March of 2020. Uh, it's time. So guess where I'm, I think the first one is going to be in Vegas. So I'm going to start planning for that. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it early December. We'll see. We'll see. Let's see what it comes. Let's see who's in the, in the chat. Okay, we got Karini. It says, Happy Tuesday. Curtis Williams, Falcon L. Greetings. Thank you. Oh, King Khan, Maximo, as always, loyal and faithful listener, Sovereign Soul, Sea King Bay, Cletus Asadi. Yeah, the brother, the link I had, that link is not going to work. I have to give you guys a new link. Um, it doesn't work. And that's what we were going back and just trying to get that straightened out. Um, well, so Sean, yeah, Sean, what's up, Big Sean? I see you in the chat. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh, and also, Sean, I, my my wife says thank you as well to for your hospitality. I know she said it in person, but she's saying it again. Okay, I just got a got a thing trying to uh, fix this. Uh, give me a second, y'all. Something I'm trying to do. All right. Y'all don't have no comments, questions, complaints. Um. Okay. One second here. All right. So, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get this thing straight for when he come on and to be ready to go get y'all this link so when he um when he gets on, I have the right link. But oh, here we go. I guess I'm gonna have to ask him when he get on how to do this. 
Nope. That's not right. All right, let's go back to this. All right. Nobody got it. Listen, I must shut this show down early. <laughs> All right, let's see. And get them likes up. He said, I would, Mexican said, I would call right now, but I'm driving at night in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, you don't want to get messed around with them. Georgia ain't, them, them, them popo out there act crazy. Yeah. I mean, how, how will you, you be all over the place. In Georgia, how often do you stay on the road? Now, in the business that this brother is going to be talking about is box trucks. You're not going to, you don't have, you don't need a CDL, those box trucks, the 24, 26-foot box trucks. Oh, those are the ones. Shout out to Curtis Williams for the donation. Thank you. And to Maxim for your donation. You know, this stuff ain't free, y'all. So if you want to donate, there's the link. But what I'm about to put y'all on to is y'all can start your own business and get in the trucking business. And this brother is going to show y'all how to do it step by step. And y'all know I don't do anything that I haven't introduced y'all to something I'm not working on. So I'm definitely working on it myself. Our Mexican says one month and a half on the road. Straight, not going home? Man, are you serious? Do you go home in that time? That's a lot, bro, living out your truck. If you're doing that, you must be rolling. You're banking. You are banking. So do you have a break in there? Let's see. As a reminder, there's a show that I do at 4 o'clock on Tuesday. It's called the Brothers Hill Show. Um, I did a show uh, earlier talking about how important is money for a man, you know, when he comes to providing for his family. And we said it's very important. If you want to, you know, live a good life with your family, you need to make lots of money, you know. So you take a week off after a month. Okay. Man, you must like that road. (laughs) That's a lot. On the road 24-7, living out the truck. Uh, Truck stop showers. I don't know. But if you got to keep this, that's what it takes to keep the bills paid, then hey. And if your wife is don't mind, then that works. All right. A few more minutes to Brother Beyond. Let's see. Let's see. 27 years over the road since 1994. 
Dedicated brother. And another brother says, I do a week on the road and I'm desperate to go back home. <laughs> you and me both, bro. <laughs> I cannot. I don't know. I guess it takes some getting used to. But I hear them trucks got little, little, they got, you can, you can set them up really nice with TVs. I know they're putting satellite television in there. How how your truck rigged out, Maxim? How's it rigged out? You got you got Direct TV in there, Dish Network. I remember I used to sell a lot of dishes to truck drivers, little spare dishes, so they could just set their little tripod up, get their signal, and have television. Five minutes, brother, be on. I guess everybody on the phone, they don't want to say nothing. If y'all have something to say, because after I do this, brother, I'm getting off. I'm still a little weary from traveling, being in Vegas. Takes a lot to recover. All right, he says, I said cell phones. Well, yeah, yeah. Back then when I was selling dishes, they didn't have cell phones, wasn't doing <laughs> doing the things they do now. You're right. Oh, you need a little iPad. Uh, oh, you're going to send me a picture of your truck. Okay. And my email. The King Kong says cell phones, all you need. It has everything. Yeah, right. I, was, I didn't think about that. Now, if you got... You know, cell phone signal, you can watch anything on your cell phone, Hulu, Prime, Netflix. That did away with all that needing a satellite and a subscription, pay TV. You know, cable is going out, or it's gone out. People are not buying cable anymore like that. I got a 32-inch TV in my hotspot for Netflix and YouTube. Okay. So, God Ben, what do what do you what do you uh you drive long distance? You say you do a week and you come home. I think right now with the logistic problem, just trucking business is the, is, is a good business uh, to get into. You know, somebody can come up with a solution with their logistics issues. They say all of these containers are sitting out on the water and they can't get them in to unload them. Texas to Ohio or Wisconsin and back. Okay. So you start off in Texas. That's a ride. That's what it sounds like. You got a small fridge in there. Man, without truckers or trucks, 
getting stuff from one place to the other. You don't really have uh, people wouldn't get stuff. You can see how valuable that industry is now. He said, I started my business in the middle of 2020 pandemic. So what made you start your business? You know, what prompted you to start your business in 2020? Was it the pandemic? I said, you know, you want to do something? All right, we got about two minutes for the brother to get on. All right, let's see. Uh, I said check my email. All right, I'll check my email. It ain't come through yet. Send it again. You have an escort. So if you have an escort, that, oh, oh, now he's saying 10 minutes. Oh. Yeah, S Corp, that business is tax exempt. So the, the the taxes are passed on to the to the members. I don't I don't see that ill that email of Maxim. Oh, good deal. So you got the stimulus and they gave you that and then you used it see? That's what you're supposed to use your stimulus money for. Start your business. Okay, I got it now. Oh, man, the truck looks good. Is it all right if I show everybody? That's a nice-looking truck, brother. Let me get your permission before I share the screen. You got it rigged up, painted real nice. All right, I'm gonna share this this brother Maxim's truck. He said I could do it. All right, here it is. There's his truck. That truck looks nice. But the trucks I'm talking about is of smaller twenty six footers trucks that you know Amazon pickups and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice truck, bro. Nice truck. I like that. Oh. Uh, well, because I want to have my friends going to get the, the trust for all of us. Oh, yeah, good job. So how did you set the business up? How did you set it up? Peterbilt. Them trucks, how many miles can you get out of a truck before you start having problems with it? How does that work?
I know you can get a uh, a lot of miles out of those trucks. Uh, let me check the, the phone lines. I guess everybody quiet tonight. A million miles. Whew. Well, you'd be putting on it because you're driving so much. But I know you got to keep that maintenance up on them, keep them checked, check everything. How much is the set of tires on them things? This is my first problem. It happened at 300K. So you're 300K, you had your first problem. I guess that's good. I mean... Was that a big problem? What kind of problem was that? I'm waiting on this, brother. He said 10 minutes. You know how we are. Mine lasted 890,000. Then I had to rebuild the engine. Twelve thousand. Isn't that pretty cheap? Twelve thousand to rebuild the engine. So that's like upwards of twenty to rebuild, unless you went to uh, just non non dealership mechanic. Twelve K is pretty cheap for an engine like that. I th- I would think. I could be wrong. Man, once y'all get on the phone, suspension issues, safety problems. Oh, South Texas is cheap labor. Got you. Yeah, because I was like, I, the guy was telling me he had to fix a box truck. Cost them $23,000 to do that. If you put the money to the side, the building engine is cheap. Okay, so you save the money. Ah, that, that's smart. That's smart. All right. Oh. All right, for my membership people, I got some good stuff coming over the next week or so. All right. Hey, come on, bro. Yeah, let me... 8 o'clock. All right. I'm trying to get y'all the link so whoever want to go into that business will have it, but the link, I don't have it. It's not, oh, I'm in there, but there's no share link there. It doesn't say. Let's see something.
Alright. Oh, you're right. He's there. There we go. Now everybody got their hand up now. I'm going to have to wait after I do this. <laughs> oh, hold on. What's, What's up? What's going on? How's it going? Now when you jump over, everybody put their hand up. <laughs> I like I like y'all try to kill the time. Oh. Now I got two hands up. Maybe I just told them to put their hand, you know, hey, just get on the phone. I'll get y'all in a minute, y'all, once we do this. Uh the link. Uh somebody asked you, how can someone operate in commerce privately? By opening up a business <laughs> and doing it in a business name. And not having it attached to you. Yeah, so uh this is Big Vic, KA. The new was it Newman? New Yes, Actually, me and this brother worked at the same barbershop. Oh, uh, I had a barbershop. He came to work. He was coming to. Oh, uh, you were just moving back to Florence, or you were living there? I was. I was moving from Florence. From, was, from I had Florence. just moved to Columbia. Right, you just moved to yeah. Columbia. So that was back in what? Uh-huh. Two thousand. Two thousand eight. Nine. Nine. I opened the shop up in nine. I think a few some months later you came came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's how we met. Now he's into the trucking business. Uh, Yes, sir. So I'll let you explain in detail what you do. Well, right now I have a trucking company, and it is a basically the trucks that I operate are non-CDL trucks, so you don't need a commercial driver's license to operate the vehicles and make money. You know, basically, it's straight trucks. Some people know know them as box trucks. And uh, I basically show people how to get that business up and running and create a nice, healthy income. Right. And, I, you know, I have a, a course now called Six Figure boxtruckbiz.com. Right. right. Yeah. And I'm trying to, uh, it's not giving me a link on this affiliate thing. Like, it's not? Share. Right. No. Um, yeah. I, I, did you, did you refresh it? Hold on. Cause I, I, I had, I made it uh, accessible. I got in there. I can see my, the stats and everything. Oh, you could? But I, it just, it says share link, but there's nothing under it. Okay. So I don't you, know. You said it said sharing? Huh? You broke up on me there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. What did it, what did it say? Under like when I go to uh, let's see, let's go back here. It has stats, and then under it says share links. There's no link there for me to give to the, to the audience. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. So I guess we'll figure it out, and then I'll put it. It did let you sign up, though, right? Yeah, I did the sign-up thing, and then it just won't let me get that link, you know. I need to grab my, uh, matter of fact, I can do it from, from, look, I can check from here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh, um, Put that over here. Yeah, I'll double-check that. Yeah, so who's, um, in, who's in the audience today? Who do we have in the audience today? We have we got a bunch of people. In it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Some of them are like 
couple of these guys are truck drivers, like uh, Maxim okay. or Guy Ben. They driving the the big rigs. Semis, okay. Yeah. Oh, um, but there's I know people are wanting to start businesses, and I'm thinking this is right. probably, you know, one of the simplest businesses to get into. Yes, it's going to take some investment. You got to get your trucks. You got to sure. do your sign-up to get your DOT uh, yep. authority. DOT number. Your get DOT your own authority. Number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a little, it definitely takes work. Yeah. Well, with, it, with anything, it's going to take work. So. Right. It's going to take work and some investment. Um, yeah, absolutely. But I see right now with all of the logistics problems that we have in this country, this is a good thing. Why did you get into this business? So, uh, you know, trucking was something I I thought about on in, or as an you know as an investment but not necessarily to drive myself. Right. Like I never wanted to have to go to school to get a CDL. Like I didn't want to do any more schooling period. Mm-hmm. But then I found out that there was a niche inside of trucking um, with straight box trucks, you know, 24 or 26 foot box trucks. And I knew a, few, a couple of people that, you know, already had trucks. And uh, we're making some serious, some serious money, you know, almost touching, well, one of them touched six figures. <laughs> and uh, I said, oh, right, yeah, let me, let me take a look at this. But mm-hmm. what, what attracted me even more is that I did not have to have a CDL license to operate the box truck. Because, right. you know, because the gross vehicle weight is under 26,000 pounds. So, that's, right. so, you know, you can operate vehicles with a uh, regular driver's license, SD driver's license, anything under 26,000 pounds able to operate without getting a commercial driver's license. Right. So, so typically, just so, to kind of, you know, you have a course, you don't want to give the whole course away, but typically, yeah. um, what does the day look like for you, you know, as far as... So, uh, I run, a, I run a, a lot of Amazon freight. And outside of Amazon, I've run freight with several different brokers. So a lot of brokers, uh, basically, I get to pick and choose, you know, who I want to move freight for at the time. So typically, when I want to stay more local, I'll run some Amazon freight. Mm-hmm. You know, so I may run something from, I'm here in Columbia, up to uh, Charlotte. You know, I'll run, I'll run that freight and basically come home after that. That's, that's basically my day. So my day could consist of about four or five hours of work, and I'm done for the day. Wow. Okay. You know, with 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 a with a nice uh, check to to complement it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's so five hours of work day and back because you're doing a local route. You know, going to Charlotte right. ain't that far. Correct. <laughs> it's an hour from Columbia. Right. Yeah. The way you're going. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not bad. And then you just park your truck. That's it. <laughs> I'm now, <chilling>. Maintenance, <laughs> you know, with all of these, with this type of vehicle, you're going to have some maintenance yes. involved. You know, yes. keeping the gas so, up. So in, in the maintenance department, what I recommend people to do is, you know, first, first and foremost, you have to find out what your cost per mile is. That's basically what is it going to take to crank up your truck? How much money do you have to – 
what's the least amount that you need to be paid per mile to crank up your truck? So in that cost per mile, you have to figure in maintenance, how much you're taking out for your maintenance cost. Uh, what else is in that? Uh, if you have a note on that truck, how much you're gonna, you know, how much that note is, uh, fuel, things that, you know, insurance, you know. So these are most of these are your fixed costs. So you know, you basically the average trucker looks at operating their vehicle about, you know, let's say this is say a hundred thousand miles a year, mm-hmm. you know, running their truck a hundred thousand miles a year. So you basically are gonna divide that by your fixed costs to get your cost per mile to crank up your truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I found out was my rock bottom dollar, based on, let's say, if I'm paying myself $75,000 a year mm-hmm. and then adding all my other fixed costs in there, insurance per year, uh, my uh, fuel per year, you know, kind of just the estimated, estimated cost if I'm doing hotels, um, Food, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Just basically getting my, my 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 bottom line dollar. So for me to crank up my box truck and still factor in everything, I need to be be paying be made be making excuse me at least a dollar thirty five per mile minimum. Mm-hmm. That's what it costs to crank up my truck. Dollar thirty five per mile. Okay. So so when you look at rates like two dollars per mile out there. You know, three dollars, four dollars, whatever those rates are, you you're in, you're in real good profit mode. You know, you have to factor in deadhead sometimes. Uh, depends on where you're picking up your load from, things of that nature. So I mean, it's just, it's 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 a numbers game, but you definitely want to put like that maintenance that maintenance up, that maintenance money up because it's not if you will need maintenance. It's when. when you really need it, right. <laughs> it's when at some point. And you're ready to go. Right, so, so you have that money put up for that. So basically, each load you're taking some money out for me. And Absolutely, it you better. If you don't, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're <laughs> right. in trouble before you get started. Right. Okay. All right. Or, or, or I would suggest people to at least have some type of, you know, reserves, just in case something does go wrong with your truck. Because if your truck is not, those wheels are not spinning, you're not making any money. Right. You know, or if you have, or if you have a driver, you know, driver, putting a driver in your truck is always an option, but you know, it's got to find the drivers. Mm -hmm. Well, what's your experience with drivers? Uh, My experience with my first driver that I had, uh, it was, it went okay. It went okay in the beginning, but then as drivers get more comfortable, you know, they decide to start doing less preventive maintenance on your equipment. You know, like jumping in and just running a run, run a load without doing their pre-trip inspection, and that pre-trip pre-trip can save you from maintenance costs. Mm-hmm. You know, because you may not realize that as much as you've been running that vehicle that your oil is low. You know right. what I'm saying? And you never pulled that oil stick out to, to even to check it. Right. So that's that's part of pre with DOT Department of Transportation transportation that's why you have logs mm-hmm. to where they make sure you do your pre-trips before you just jump in that vehicle and, and jump on the highway right. you know so you have to do those pre-trip inspections that's, that's checking all your lights checking your fluids uh checking tires um just making sure everything is good before you 
take off and, you know, and get on the highway. Plus, plus that helps save other people, you know, that, that yeah, are around. Yeah, not operating safely, yeah. Correct, correct. You know, so they, you want to be as safe as possible, but my driver not pre- doing preventive maintenance like you're supposed to cost me more money <laughs> by having to get an engine put in my truck. Why? You didn't check the oil? Didn't check the oil. And, but he, so he sees it. Running, running on, running on, uh, I don't know what he's running, running on fumes, I guess, but it was an oil on the stick, man. Really? All you yeah. had to do was check it. All I had to do was check the oil. So how many miles do you think he was running without checking the oil? Like, well, it had to be running a lot. Uh, I think it was that and the end, that, that, the oil pan, I think it had a small leak in addition to him not putting oil in there. So that, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good look at all. <laughs> Wasn't a good look at all. What he ended up getting stuck at? <laughs> no, he didn't get stuck anywhere. That the vehicle was actually home. I had it home, and I happened to crank it up, and I noticed it was idling really rough, like it never idled that rough before. Right. And you know, I went to pull the oil stick out, and I was like, "Whoa, it's not really any oil in here." So I immediately wanted to take it, you know, take it up to the dealership and let them look at it and. That's the first thing they said. There's no, there's not a lick of oil touching this stick. <laughs> you know how big that engine is. Right. That means it so, got nothing. Right. <laughs> so it was, it was, it wasn't a good look at all. So I had to get an entire engine overhaul on that truck. But that truck is no longer here. The truck is sold. I just right. sold that truck today. You got it. Okay. <laughs> the what you about the other gone. day. Yeah. Yep. It's gone. Yeah, that's uh, there's also a shortage of trucks right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. See, this market right now is so hot. It's so hot right now that these trucks are moving like hotcakes. Like the prices have doubled on these trucks. Mm. So my second truck, I paid thirty-seven. You can't even find that truck for thirty-seven thousand right now. That's a two thousand seventeen. You probably paid sixty-seven <laughs> for that same truck that I purchased a few months ago. Wow. Yeah. Numbers up, yeah. but we're talking about a seven hundred and ninety billion dollar per year transportation industry. Just freight, I'm just speaking freight wise. Logistics is an entirely different number. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got dispatch, you got you know, you have a niche in dispatch, and you have a niche in uh, you know, drivers. So it's a lot of different departments when it comes to uh, the trucking business. You know, you got brokers, people that are just brokers, you know, right. I, I noticed that there's a lot of people getting into that dispatch and brokerage right, yeah, business. So, yeah, so there's, 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 there's quite a few people getting into uh, dispatching. There's several dispatching courses out there, too. But the thing with dispatching is I, I, don't, I think they really failed to tell uh, the new dispatchers is that, you know, you really have to reach out to drivers in order to dispatch for them. Right. So there's a list that comes out of uh, when new dr- when new trucking companies get started and everybody gets their authority. Their authority is brand new. Right. So you guys already, I think you've already started going through the process of setting up your authority. Yeah, we like like days away from that. Right. So I know I got a lot of stuff coming in. A lot of phone calls. Right. Already. Not so much phone calls, more but mail. mail. Right. So you've gotten ways. a lot of mail. Yeah. But I promise you, the minute that 
the authority goes active, the phone is going to be it's outrageous. It's going to be outrageous. Right. So, but these these companies, they have a list of new of new drivers that have uh, just gotten their authority, mm-hmm. and then they disperse those lists out to dispatching companies, factoring companies, and all of them just start bombarding you with mail, phone calls, you know, trying to earn your business mm-hmm. because they know how lucrative this business is. Right. It's a very, very lucrative business. You just have to keep a good running truck. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so, you know, for the average person that that doesn't have a CDL, you know, that's looking to probably make more money than they, they've ever made before doing most average jobs, this business is just, I mean, it's it's a phenomenal industry to get to get into. Like trucking is not going nowhere. Transportation business is not going anywhere. I tell everybody that. No. You know, once it leaves the airplane, it has to hit the ground and it has to be put on something with four wheels. I mean, 18 wheels or or six wheels that we have on the box truck. Right. You know, so um, it has to be transported. It has to be transported. Yeah, I'm still yeah. trying to figure out this link. Uh, let's see. Trying to um, let me look at it again. I'm gonna look on my end right here because I want to give people the link. Right. Let's um, see. Um, it's showing up uh, affiliates. Let me see if I see you up there. Let's see users. Right. So I see you. I see your name up here. Did you hear? Um, all right. So did you put did you put a payment method up there? It said for a PayPal email. That's right. Like, do you have a PayPal email? Uh, I do. I just put it in. Just I now. guess that's. Oh, you just put it in. Maybe that's what it is. I think so. That's probably why it's not um, giving you a link to give out. Um, But, you know, I got, yo. Because you don't have any shared links. Take care to create one. So at the bottom, you got to create your shared link inside of your, uh, inside of where you're doing your setup at. Yeah, it said, but I don't have nothing to click. So, so it doesn't say, it says click here to create one. No, it doesn't say that. No, No, it doesn't. Okay, so let me hit it and see what it does. Okay. Um, create your link name. I think I might be able to create one for you. Let's see. Give me share links. That's it. All right. It's not a URL. Not a custom landing page. I'm trying to put it in there. Uh, I can get people working straight with shippers with a 53 inch drive in. Yeah, that's a pretty big footer. 
and start that premium membership might as well make it work <laughs> yeah all right got you oh uh, what else did you yeah, uh, well how much did i get you the trust questionnaire yeah I, you actually got me that one i i did have some questions on 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 the mm-hmm. filling out on that one but can I uh, change the subject a little bit? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. That's the question. He's trying to get that link together for y'all. Okay, then. Okay, then. Then, then I'll go ahead and and ask. Uh, I I did receive that that questionnaire. Uh, okay, what's the question? Got everything on that first page. Just just that second page. You know, uh, when you got the trustee executor. Power of attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, on on that would would we put like a can a business be be a trustee or yes or mm-hmm. okay okay mm-hmm. yeah because that's what I actually want to be a business. trustee yes because you know and another. You could, even with the trust that I help y'all create, I actually your personal trust would be the trustee for your family trust and your grandchildren. All right, it's in there now. You it's in there. It. Yeah, you should see it. All right, let me get it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, entity can be. There it is. I got it. All right. All right, y'all. Here's the link if y'all want to sign up for his course. There it is. It's in there. Y'all know I got to get my cut, man. <laughs> y'all, they know I don't pay. Listen, this is about doing commerce and doing business. You know, if you doing business, y'all, mutual relationships, y'all got to be making money. You know, we don't Absolutely. do broke uh, processes over here. It's about making money. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, so there's the link. Yeah, back to what you were saying. Yes, you can. Make a business can be a trustee. Because just like, think about it. If you went to, you could have a bank be a trustee over your trust. Like, you know, there's a lot of banks that manage trust. Those are entities. So you can create your own entity to manage your trust. And I recommend you do that. So you could be, you have a personal trust as a trustee, but you still control that trust. It's a saying that Warren Buffett uses. It says, own nothing and control everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how yeah. you do it. That's how these guys operate. They got all these businesses, but they don't own them. 
other businesses own them, but they control them. They look broke on paper. You know, the individual. The problem why we always having problems because we keep putting everything in our name. You know, we could we keep piling stuff on. You know, sometimes you have to do put something in your name, but you want to be moving it quickly because when it comes to trust, getting credit, it's kind of hard for trust to get credit if it don't have an established history. But a lot of banks do not want to finance a trust, especially if it's irrevocable because they're very hard to go after. So, oh, he dropped off. All right. All right, what else, Vic? We got another one on there. I think that's a maxim. I'll get uh, it in a minute. Um, what else, what else, what else, what, you know, what they, what, what else would they like to know? Oh, let's see. Right. Okay. By how long does it take for a person to get into, you know, get started? So typically once you, you know, once you get your, uh, fill out the paperwork, apply for the, your authority with the paperwork, that process itself takes about 21 days. Right. So that's about a 21 day process, like mandatory the 21 business days right so from the day that you fill out the paperwork the day that you pay your 300 dollars, which is for your mc number because the u.s dot number is actually free what right. you're paying for is the mc number right. that's stuff that you can uh carry you know interstate like if you, you plan on doing business not just in your state but if you go in you know interstate which means interstate commerce out of state you know uh, and trust state would be just in your state. Right. And interstate state would be uh, 48 or 48 states you you can do business. Right. Uh, so that's that's about the that's about the process. So if you come in the game and you already have a truck, then you're pretty much just waiting for your authority to go active. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, but without a vehicle, and you apply to set up your authority. Um, you have to have insurance in place in Before order for that authority to go active. Right. right. So that means you right. need to have a vehicle. Correct. Right. <laughs> in order to have either, either that or you have a VIN number laying around somewhere that you could that you could use, but that still wouldn't make sense because if you get your you authority, you got to pay for the insurance. It's active. Right. You know, you want to be ready to start making money. Right. right. You know, so a lot of times when a lot of times when people uh, people just get started. Uh, and they have a brand new authority. Lately, well, most people probably within the past uh, year, most new authorities have been gravitating to like Amazon to run freight because Amazon doesn't care if you just got your authority if it's brand new. Mm-hmm. You know, so certain brokers may say, hey, you know, you need to be active for at least 30 days or 60 days. Some of them 90 days. Some of them six months. Some of them a year mm-hmm. before they'll let you move freight for them, mm-hmm. you know. So, but Amazon doesn't care, right? You know, okay. if you're brand new and you, you know, you meet their insurance requirements, you can start moving freight for them immediately. The, the minute you go active, you set up your account with Amazon Relay, boom, you can start making money. Same okay. day. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, but in the course, I do offer a list of 50 brokers that will let you run freight for them with a the brand new authority. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a that's a big deal right there. 
Now, in this course, do you also help with, uh, I know what's in the course, but we're just talking for the sake of this conversation. How, how to, where to go get a truck if you don't have one? So, um, I think I do. I think I did mention some places. Where, I think I did mention some places where you can look for trucks at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I offer a lot of that. I did some free uh, talks on my YouTube channel. You know, right. so and talking about where I found my first truck at and how I found my second truck and how I got financed with no money down for my second truck. So I talked about a lot of that. I talked about that on my channel, but I've mentioned it. I believe I mentioned that in the course as well. Okay, so they can go to your channel and get Yeah, yeah. Also. yeah. You can get, a, you can get a, a, a lot of information. Well, what happens when you go to my channel is, that content is pretty much going to have you excited, ready to uh, quit your job and start right. trucking business. <laughs> right. Well, that's what it's supposed you know? to do. Yeah, it's going to pretty much have you ready to, ready to go. What's your YouTube channel so I can put it in here? Uh, it's Big Vic TV. B-I-G-G. Big Vic. Vic TV. TV. Yep. That's, they, they just got to type that in. Big right, you can just type that in YouTube. I'll pop right up. Right up, Big Vic TV. Yep. But the course is good because I, I I I got it, and immediately we was able to jump on it and be waiting for the authority to go through. Yeah. But our dilemma is truck. Got to get find the truck. truck. Got to find, find a truck. truck. Yeah. Unless you find the best rate on a rental truck. And that's still gonna be hard because rental companies aren't they hip to the game now. Like they like, yeah, it's, it's be about eight, nine hundred dollars a week. Ooh, that's a slow. Yeah, that's you, gotta run that, a, you gotta run out of That just doesn't make sense to me mathematically. Right, to give well, up that type of money for right. a rental truck. Well so people are doing okay, it. which rental versus buying your own truck a month if you was a buying so, truck. So uh most Depends on what type of rate you get on your truck, but you know, like, so my truck is like at nine seventy a month, mm-hmm. right? That's not bad. Versus that means that a week that almost that a week right? In a rental. Yeah, right. And you got your truck. It's your truck. Correct. Is it a new truck so or just, is it a used truck? It's 2017. It, okay. it only had 178,000 miles on it when I purchased right. it. You know, so. That, um, that that's still considered new to me with the warranty, so you know, right? Um, but versus you know versus renting, I've seen people rent, but you know when you factor in all of your costs after you the, did go out the there and make money, goes up. yeah, tremendously. That, yeah, it, it does. So you know what you're trying to make versus what you have to give to the rental company, you know, it pales in, 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 into comparison. It pales in comparison to if you were purchasing your vehicle, if you just finance one. Right. Or if you right. had cash and you just paid cash for a truck. You know, right. so it's it's a it's a huge difference. Well, yeah, you I mean you're talking if you're paying nine hundred dollars a week, you gotta get a load that call, that's gonna cover that. One load. And that's not including miles. Miles right. how much they charge you for a mile. Oh, they charge you miles. Oh, yeah. absolutely. That doesn't Whoa. cover yeah. unlimited <laughs> not unlimited miles. <laughs> nah, that ain't even worth that ain't even worth it, man. No, that's not with unlimited miles. 
that's yeah, you're talking you like you got to hustle, man. You got to yeah. Get most of like sixteen, seventeen, some of them nineteen cents a mile. Right. You know, and then now some of them are like you know we can't even rent it to you if you plan on going over a thousand miles in a week. Like right, exactly. Tuck this me. What? <laughs> right. I mean, people like, doing that in their cars. Just yeah, I'm like doing yes. regular stuff. The stories that I hear on the channel from you know people that uh, subscribe to the channel, man, about rental rates. I'm like, whoa, well, whoa. Then, you get your own truck. <laughs> yeah, you buy your, your truck, truck. finance it. I've seen some guys that rent trucks. You know, they're having success with them. They have drivers in them. You know, but the thing about renting a truck, you know, people like to say, well, we don't have to worry about maintenance. No, you don't have to worry about maintenance. But if that truck breaks down and they don't have another truck, you're out of business. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that's the downside to renting, right. you know, that people don't really speak about. They just like to say, well, if it breaks down, they'll replace our truck. Not all the time because these well, trucks this, are so we got a shortage right now. now. So right, exactly. Hard to replace exactly. There was a time when that was possible, you know, but now everybody's getting kind of hip to what's going on in, in, in this box truck world and them rental trucks are flying off the shelves, man. I, I, I believe it, a great deal of it has to do with that content that I'm delivering on YouTube. Right. Because <laughs> a lot of people are like, whoa, we can make what type of money? Yeah. I'm going to rent me a truck. You know, so that's what that's what's happening right now. It's like, I don't know. I guess for somebody <laughs> starting out, renting a truck might be their best option. You know, if well, it works, if the numbers work. Well, I'll tell. I'll give you a couple of a, two a couple of stories that I know for sure. I know two females mm-hmm. that got their authority and basically took a little bit, took kind of like their savings mm-hmm. and put it on a rental truck, mm-hmm. and was hoping that the time that they put down the money for their rental truck that they were going to be able to make money that week. Neither one of them got approved for Amazon Relay that same week. So guess what happens? We don't make any money. Rental truck goes back. Now you you stuck. There you go. Well, they they needed to have a month worth of rental. They should have, but they they kind of put, you know, kind of gamble. Right. They kind of gamble with, like, hopefully if we get approved, we can start running some loads and making some money and paying this rental cost, you know, these rental fees. So... What's happening a lot now is some of Amazon's rates have dropped some. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's probably about 75% of people with rental vehicles that are taking them cheap loads because they have to make them rental payments. Right. So they need some type of income coming in. So that's they just kind grab of them killing, them. The, killing the it's game. Absolutely. It's hurting. It's, yeah. hurting. it's hurting. It's uh, hurting the, the better paying loads that they have. You know that they they put out there, so it's kind of hurt. I, I, I tell them all the time, stop taking these cheap loads, stop taking this moving this cheap freight. Right. Because what happens is if you let it sit up there, you see Amazon start put jacking the numbers up. Right. But they're so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> they just taking anything. <laughs> we gotta go get this load right here. Yeah. You dig in. Can't be thirsty. Right. Yeah, you gotta be patient. Yes, yeah, there's a method. It's a method to the madness. Yeah. And then right after. See, I'll sit, I'll sit back and I'll wait for all of the trash to leave the board. As soon as it leaves, guess what starts popping up? $500 loads, $650 loads. Right. Because they, they got they got all of the thirsty people out the way. So now let's put the real money on the load board. 
you know, so mm-hmm. that's happened. You got to learn how to play the, the Amazon game if, if you're in it. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Well, I think you covered everything. So the link to the sign up for the course is in the chat. I'll put it in there again. Put it in there. And I'm going to put it in the description after this is over. Oh. Oh, I wasn't even on the, I didn't even see the um, the comments popping up. I see them yeah, popping you see up now. Yeah, I see them now. I don't know. I've seen the, I was on the private chat. Oh. <laughs> I see it now. I couldn't even yeah, see it. public. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah see a lot of people looking for box trucks, man. They look, they're looking for them trucks. Yeah, let me see if I can get over here. For box trucks, man. Let's see, let's see. I'm putting this link in the in the description okay. of the YouTube channel. Most of the people are gonna come on and uh they're gonna come on after and watch. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the replay. Yep. Um let's see. I might I might go live tonight after this on my channel. Yeah. <laughs> I might go live. They gonna trip. I, I told him I was, that, that, that truck was gonna go bye bye. Yeah, I know. You just told me about it the other day. I think yesterday, yeah. the day before. Mhm. All right, it's on there. We're good. All right, uh, big six yeah. big figure box TV six box figure truck box truck base. But the link is in the chat. Oh, it's right there. Okay, yeah. The link is right there. All you gotta do is click it, get his course. Uh, what's the course? How much is the course? Course. Um, nine ninety seven right now. Nine ninety seven. That's cheap, man. Nine ninety seven to learn how to make not make mistakes. (laughs) You know, because you know, in this business, you can make some mistakes real real fast. Big time. Right, that could cost you a lot of money. That's a cheap price, nine ninety seven to learn how to get in the business, the box of business, the, what to the do key, in and out. The key is knowing who to run, who to run freight for. Right. You know, the key is some of the brokers that I run freight for that I don't even talk about on the channel because mm-hmm. to me it's like a they're like hidden gems, mm-hmm. and most people don't use them. You know, they kind of stick to truck stop. Uh, DAT low board. Those are good boards. I book freight from those boards all the time, but there's there's a few hidden boards out there that most a lot of people don't talk about, mm-hmm. you know, that I put in the course that some of them, you don't even have to negotiate the rate because the rate is already sweet. Yeah. You know, once you start running freight enough, you know the, you know the numbers when you see them. You're like, oh, yes, it's a good load right here, you know. Right. So, yeah. Now, yeah. just to set everybody's expectations, so sometimes you have to load, sometimes you don't. So mm-hmm. there's some right, correct, manual correct. label involved. Right. I mean, but you can run freight. You can run all no-touch freight. That's completely up to you. You know, it's your, it's oh, your so business. Oh, it's an option. Okay. Yeah, it's an option. So if you see a load where it requires driver assistance, you know, either you can uh, negotiate more money mm-hmm. because it's driver assist load mm-hmm. versus a non-touch you know, no touch freight load, you know, so I always, I always uh, request like a couple hundred more dollars when it requires me to use my, either my lift gate or I need to assist them in unloading that truck. 
Right. You know, because I'm paid to drive technically, not to be unloading freight from off the truck. Right. You should get you it, know. pick it up and get it to where it needs to go. Right. Correct. Correct. Right. I'm already driving. Most people don't want to be getting out the truck, going to the back and turning the booth, lifting it up yeah. and down and unloading the truck. But, you know, the, if, <laughs> if I'm being paid for it, you know, accordingly, yeah. then I don't mind doing it. Here's a question going across the screen. Can you see it? I have a F two fifty and twenty five hundred RAM. Can I use those? <laughs> I don't think so, bro. <laughs> no, you can do a hot you can do a hot shot with that. A hot shot like pull up. Yeah, hot shot like hook connecting the trailer to it. Right. Yeah, you can do that with a twenty five hundred RAM. Most definitely, yeah. Okay. So that so that's it's more, more than that's more of a hot this. shot though. Yeah. That so, would definitely not be for box trucks. No. Well, you, well you can have, but how do you, if you do a hot shot, how do you get lows when they need it to be dock height? So, so it's a not, no, most of them, so they have specific loads for hot shots. Okay. Gotcha. So they'll load those with a, uh, uh, um, um, forklift. Forklift right. usually loads those, they, they, they load those hot shots from the side. Okay. So they gotcha. load the freight onto it with a forklift. Uh, it's almost equivalent to a flatbed trailer. Right. Okay. Got they, they load. They load the hot shots just like they would load hot a flatbed trailer. Okay. Yeah. So it's more. Than, but you you're teaching about box trucks. Correct. Correct. How straight truck. Straight truck box truck. All right. Okay. So that's what we uh. That's what the course is based on. But the information in the course, if you were doing oh, hot yeah, shots, oh yeah, that's whatever. like pulling a uh uh like a trailer. Use those like for cars. Trailer. They use correct. Them. Correct. They have car haulers, car haulers, and they also they just have the flat trailer. Right. You know, so or yeah, I'm looking at that trailer. I'm Leah, I'm looking at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think I would want to pull that. So with that, it definitely definitely requires more work because every time you get a load, you got to go out there and you got to strap that thing down. You got to right. carve it. It's, it's about, safety it requires issues. a lot. It requires a lot more work. You can carry more freight on that truck. Mm-hmm. I mean, on that setup, you can carry more freight, but it's just going to be more work for you. Right. You know, they make good. They make good some real good money moving mm-hmm. that freight on uh, on the you know hot shot and uh, non CDL as well. But they also have CDL hot shots. Right. You know, with the dually trucks. Yeah, somebody said hot shots usually does cars and flatbeds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they have the flatbeds, but they, they, they get some good freight. Okay. I know I know some, some guys make some really good money hot shot, man. Really good money. Yeah, I've seen them on the road. Yeah, all you see them all the time. Yeah. I see them all the every day pretty much. You know, but then you know you have the, the truck, and then you have yeah. the trailer cost that you have to pay. Yeah, you gotta. I guess mm-hmm. with the hot shot, you can unhook that hot that hot shot, and right. you can just drive it just it like a regular truck. Old truck. Yeah, you know, it looks like a, a regular pickup. Mm-hmm. Twenty five hundred. Yeah. They got twenty five hundred, and they have the thirty five hundreds. Yeah, but the um the course would definitely take a newbie who's never even thought about or entertained the thought of getting in the uh you know the box truck business right and, yeah i uh, know i didn't think about it until i saw it you know i, I came across it on on facebook mm-hmm. so well, let me check this out because i yeah. know you had left the shop to do that mm-hmm. i said there must be something to it he gave up cutting hair 
Yeah, yeah, man. Twenty twenty years. We retired from that from that thing. Yeah, I gave it up too. You know, I started cutting ninety five. Yeah, because it's not gonna make you a millionaire. I know you that much. You know? I, I used to be in the shop cutting, and this is when I bought the first truck. I'd be in the shop cutting, and I looked. I had the low the low board up behind me. <laughs> I looked right. back there. I'm in the middle of a head, and I see five hundred dollars pop up from Columbia to Charlotte. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm sitting ahead. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I yeah. said, I got to go. Yeah, I can't you do this. Go, you drop man. that off, 500, come back, you're done. Man, listen, man, too much money going, going, yeah. going from Columbia to Charlotte for me to be missing out on. Uh, I, for a $20 haircut. Yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't keep watching that happen. Oh, so you was just, you were trying to do it while you was at the shop. Right. So I was, you know, you know, I was doing um, Wednesday, Thursday, I was doing Wednesday, I don't know. Thursday, you know, I had to hold the shop back. <laughs> yeah, so, so I had, uh, I wasn't working Mondays and Tuesdays. I was mm-hmm. just Wednesday through, through Saturday. Right. But the days that I was working was when I was, those loads was just, just like jumping. I was like, oh man. Even though I had some stuff booked after work, like some night stuff, but it just, it just got to a point where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm missing, I'm missing a lot of money just by being, just being here. <laughs> right. I had to go, man. My yeah. first week, I remember my first week after my authority went active and I, I, I got fed up with Amazon. I think I did 2,800 my first week. Mm-hmm. 28. I was like, man, what can I do next week if I did 28 this week? Yeah. And the numbers, the numbers were just going up. They was all kind of steady around that, around that pace. And I think I did 3,000. One of those weeks, and I said, "Yeah." And that's just how many loads a day was that? Just one load a day? Two? That was. I was doing a load, one load a day. Maybe I, maybe I caught two. Maybe I caught two, but I probably most most of that was like one load a day. Mm-hmm. But see, most of those loads were paying like over six hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, maybe some four hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they was paying really, really well, and, and it, it was, was during short. peak season. And it was short, right? Yeah, they were short runs, like. Like maybe three hours, three four hours of my time. Total. I think the long, the furthest I went, yeah, total. Oh, okay. The furthest I went was probably Raleigh. Okay. Yeah, I went to Raleigh, so that's about about seven hours total. You know, right. going right. there, unloading, and then coming back. You know, right. so I was about seven, seven, eight hour day, but it still was, it still was worth it. It was right. worth it. Okay. You know, so yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's All a lot right. that can be that can be made, man. It's, it's, it's definitely a six figures a year business. Definitely. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. I mean, I appreciate you getting on and sharing that information. Everybody, the link's in the chat. Six figure box truck com. Absolutely. It is. Get the course. It was a pleasure tapping back in. Yeah, thanks, man. All right, yes, y'all. Uh, that's it for me because I, I just got back from Vegas. I'm tired. Oh, <laughs> um, you know. All right, man. Oh, yep. hey, right. question: Are you uh-huh. down with the Tuesday shows? I know we only did one. I know you. Um, be, I know you're doing your your, your truck. Yeah, if I can, if I can, if I can uh, tap in, just just give me like give me a heads up. If I'll I'm give not, you heads up. If I'm All not right. running, yeah, just okay. Just let me know. I I I'll jump on. Okay. All yeah. right, then. All, All right. right, everybody. I'm out. Peace. All right. All right. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio.
This is Hindsight Radio.